think of the ways we speak about seeing in common parlance. Uh, we might say, I see through you, or my eyes are open, or I want to see the world. Uh, the person who sees is the one who is experienced, who is canny, who is worldly wise. They see through you, their eyes are open, they've seen it all. On the other hand, we call a naive person blinkered. We might say, oh, those poor innocents, bless them. They're, they're blind to real life. I find that interesting. We imagine that the person with a checkered past is someone who has seen it all, someone who sees. Their eyes are wide open. But we think of the innocent person as the one who is blinkered and blind. Jesus thinks very differently. He says that the innocents are the ones who really see. It's purity that gives you true perception. Matthew 5 and verse 8, Jesus says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Let's ask some questions about this beatitude. Uh, what does it mean to have a pure heart? In the Bible, the word for pure is most often translated as clean. And in the great majority of cases, it refers to the priestly verdict of clean. Uh, while certain animals and actions and people are pronounced unclean, unclean in the Old Testament, others are pronounced clean. So it's about a verdict, a verdict that's made by the high priest. So then, who gets to receive this verdict? Who has a clean heart? Well, Solomon asks that very question in Proverbs chapter 20, verse, verse 9. He says, Who can say, I have kept my heart pure, I am clean and without sin? Who can say that? He, he assumes that the answer is no one. No one can lay claim to a pure heart. Psalm 24 says that this verdict of being pure is beyond all of us. Psalm 24 from verse 3, Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false, he will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. So to be at the heart of heaven, to ascend the holy hill into God's presence, you need to have a heavenly heart, a pure heart is the qualification for man to ascend to the most holy place. Notice that Psalm 24 teaches the crucial link between purity and perception. Purity gets you proximity to God and therefore true perception of what is ultimate reality. The pure in heart shall see God, but who has a pure heart? None of us, only Christ. He is the divine King of glory, who the rest of Psalm 24 is all about. He, Christ the Lord, He ascends the hill of the Lord. He is the great high priest who goes from earth to heaven. Only He is clean on the inside. Therefore, Jesus alone gets to see the Father. And yet here in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus speaks to His followers, and He knows His followers are not pristine. He calls them pure, uh, poor in spirit. He calls them mournful. He calls them meek. He says that, that they are starving for righteousness because they don't actually have it. And yet, Jesus is the great high priest, is he not? And, and Jesus can come to us who are poor in spirit, who are meek, who are mournful, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, and he can declare us to be pure of 
heart. Just as the true light of the world declares us to be the light of the world, as we'll see in a few verses' time, so the one who is pure of heart, he can declare us to be pure of heart. That's, that's, that's his job as the great high priest. And now, just as Jesus has uniquely seen God, John chapter 6, verse 46, so now we get to see God too. One day we too will get to see God. Let that sink in. We will see God. Down through the ages, the, the visio Dei, that's the Latin phrase for the face of God, that has been the great hope of the people of God. You know, the beauty that you seek is found in God's face. The satisfaction that you've desired is found in God's face. The achievements that you're pursuing are found in God's face. And one day you will see beauty. You will see truth. You will see goodness. You will see love himself. It will feed and nourish your soul the way nothing else can. Your eyes that are so hungry for beauty, so hungry for satisfaction, so hungry for achievement, so hungry for love. When you see him, you will no longer lack anything. This is the future for the pure of heart. And even now, we can know this experience of fellowship with God in the name of our great high priest, Jesus. In the pure-hearted Son, we are brought to see the Father as in a glass darkly, as 1 Corinthians 13 speaks of it, as in a mirror. Right now, we can enjoy a relationship with God. And that is the answer to all our struggles with purity. Do you struggle with purity? Psalm 119 verse 37 says, Oh God, turn my eyes away from worthless things. Do you know what it is to be captured by worthless things? Do you feel impure because you've, of what you've given your attention to? Those things are indeed worthless. And to look at them does not make you wise. It does not bring you experience. It does not help you to see. Worthless things demand to be seen and then blind you. Thankfully, you're not worthless. In Christ, you are declared pure. Unclean sinner though you are. On the basis of this declaration of the great high priest, now you can look to God. Now you are brought in the name of the pure-hearted Christ to the Father. And now you can feast your eyes on Him. And as you look, all those worthless things lose their allure. As it says in 1 John chapter 3 from verse 2, Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself, just as He is pure.